0: Welcome to Queen of the Podcast. This is your host Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. If you're new, I'm really excited to be sharing this conversation on debt because if you know my journey, you know that I created a lot of debt, right? And I have had to learn to work powerfully with it while I stepped into the vibes of creating overflow, which I have done. And you'll learn about in today's episode. And even if your story is not like mine, I guarantee you there's so much you're going to get out of this conversation because I also go into the vibration and the energies around um, women who do not have debt, but are scared to have it in order to leverage themselves. Let's say you're going to invest in yourself to receive more and staying in this inside of this perceived safety actually blocks having more. (laughs) And it's this wild paradox that people don't think about, because we are all raised on this middle class money mentality of like save, 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 constrict, 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 don't have debt. And all that's a vibe when you're creating overflow, right? But like it's also so powerful to learn how to use debt to your advantage and also how to eclipse it out. And I'm gonna tell some amazing stories inside this episode. This is just so important, no matter where you are on, on the spectrum of debt. Plus it it is like the freedom we have around debt is an enormous part of the freedom we have within money, right? Because it's one aspect of money and there's many aspects of money. And this is one we really want to master. So you're going to hear all the vibes. Please do share and tag me if this was helpful to you, because I know that so many women need to hear this conversation Women's financial literacy really needs to go up, 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 not just in the tangible what to do, but also just in the energetics, the embodiment, all of it. And you'll hear me reference in the episode, a some of my clients who've been inside of Feminine Magic and Money, the mastermind, who came in with debt. And by the end of the mastermind, they were spending more than they ever had. They eclipsed out their debt. And they had more money in their accounts than they've ever had. This is also my current reality. This is available. (laughs) This is an inside job. Um, So if you are, and obviously we do so much more than that in the container, but because it is about this deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism, of course, isn't it interesting how, even though we don't talk about debt in the container, obviously like if someone has a question about it, I'll answer it, but it's not in any of the rounds I've run, people haven't really asked me about debt. So isn't it interesting that multiple women across all rounds have stepped out of debt, created overflow, spending more, having more money than ever in the accounts too. This is a fucking, this is available. Um, so I didn't mention it, but episode 35 was with my client Juanita. So you can check that out too. She eclipsed out her debt She was able to crush her $1 million glass ceiling that she had had in her business for the past five years. She had her first $2 million year. Lisa, who's on a more recent episode, so I'll let you just go back and look because it was so recent. She has more money in in her accounts than she's ever had while also spending more. Kelsey, who I'm getting ready to interview, so she's not on the podcast yet, has another story of always having had debt in her life, eclipsing out her debt, More money in her accounts than she's ever had while spending more. This is a vibe. It's an inside game. This is so available and I love it. Changing how I move with money, changing my relationship to money, changing what I'm able to receive, hold, grow. I mean, this is just absolutely life changing. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I have a few more spaces to join Feminine Magic and Money the Mastermind before I close doors here pretty soon because we are going to be getting started in March so excited for this round. It's going to be juicy. Like it always is. This container is truly revolutionary. (laughs) So I highly recommend that you make the move. There's painful with some juicy bonuses. I have two payment plans to allow you to pay over time, making this as available as possible to you. And if you're not quite ready for feminine magic and money, I highly recommend that you start in my self-led abundance course, Money Queen. Also remember that you can rate and review the podcast and receive, so DM your screenshot to me before you hit submit, because sometimes Apple takes a little while and I don't want you to have to wait. And then if you DM it to me, you can receive $200 off any of my programs. So that's something that you can play with. And another thing I wanted to share is that the cohort, which is my business container for women scaling to consistent, sustainable five-figure months, the feminine way without the grind, is now open on rolling admission. So basically it used to be this way. And then I switched to opening and closing doors, but I was getting so many messages in between enrollment periods from women desiring to join. And the way the cohort is structured, you can come in at any time because you have the digital content and the live coaching calls that are, you know, a lot of that is Q&A. And there's nothing about the cohort where everyone needs to do the same thing at the same time. It's also wouldn't it be realistic because women come in at various points in their business. Like there's women in day one, there's women who are already at fifty k, 15K months, for example, and scaling from there. I've kind of seen it all inside the cohort. So that's part of the beauty of it is we meet you exactly where you're at. So you don't got to waste any time doing things you don't need to do. <laughs> and then if you need everything, we give you everything. We meet you where you're at. So. If you are desiring to have that juicy, yummy foundation to master the messaging, the packaging, your branding, your voice, how you sell, your launch process, how you show up powerfully on video, how you ladder your offers for sustainable results over time like all those yummy, businessy things mixed in with healing, energy work, all the stuff, all the vibes, because it's me then please head to my website and you can apply to join the cohort. And then, like I said, I have a couple spaces left for joining Feminine, Magic, and Money, the Mastermind. And I am going to let you enjoy the episode now. Hi. Yay. Hi, Britt. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, Ashleen. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so happy to see you all. So I'm really excited. Hi, Felicia, about this conversation. I feel like this is a really important one. Hi, babes. So debt. We're going to talk about debt. We're all about making money sexy over here, right? And yes, receiving money, holding money, growing money is sexy. And we love those vibes. But a lot of us have debt in our financial picture. And even if we don't have it now, we might have it in the future. I would say 99% of people come across debt in their life, right? No matter whether it be like you had it from student loans, you maybe had bad money habits. I don't really like that phrase. But you understand what I mean? In the past, you're going to invest in yourself. You buy a house, you buy a car, you're investing in education for your children. Whatever it is, like debt is really going to come up in the picture, And it's really interesting that so many of us, hi, Angie, carry so much shame around it, either because we have it and we're like, oh, my God, I have so much debt to my name. I'm a bad person. I'm not good with money, like all that kind of BS. Or on the flip side, I've seen a lot of women who have no debt, hi, Leanne, who are actually scared to have debt, but it keeps them from... Using that opportunity to leverage themselves and invest in their growth. And at the end of the day, make far more money than you would ever have in debt, you know? So really the vibe is we just want to create this like vibey relationship with every level of money, right? So spending money, receiving money, how we work with debt, everything is so important. And for those of you who don't know my story, like I have a deep story in this area. So. During my Saturn return, when I was extremely like emotionally <laughs> unstable. So I had been successful. I had worked in finance. I had a lot of money invested in the stock market. I then moved to Los Angeles. I quit my finance job. I had no plan. All of my trauma came up. I was basically like rock bottomed out for about five years, you know? And so, hi, Stefan. Hi, Kelly. And what I did, even though I knew better, but remember like the emotional place that I was in was not stable. I basically had the, I had such strong survival kind of like instincts in my brain. I was almost functioning the way that like an addict would, where you're not even really thinking through the consequences of what you're doing. You're just going and going and going. And I took a ton of my money out of the stock market without putting aside, even though I worked in finance and knew to do this, without putting enough aside for taxes and acquired nearly six figures in tax debt. So, and I remember that feeling real heavy, as you can imagine. And also like, what the hell is wrong with you? You knew better than to do that, right? Like at that point in my life, I had the money where it didn't even have to go like that, but that's how it went, right? And so looking back, it's really... Interesting because I always say that like I've been taken on a financial journey because I'm largely here to help women step into wealth in aligned ways, right? And so if my story had been like, you know, I don't know, grow up well off, get a good job, stay in several other good jobs, then start a business and never have any story around money, how would I be a good money teacher? I wouldn't understand the depth of how people feel inside of various money stories in order to help anyone step forward. So I largely feel like, and of course we don't need to stay in any level of suffering, but I largely feel like I was taken through the money journey that I was taken through so that I would be able to teach about it, right? Because I had to get myself here. So I went from nearly six figures in debt to six figure months in my business in two years. (laughs) So when I started my business, like, I had to not, cause what's the first thing you do? And what do you continuously do? You invest a lot to become successful. And it's a continuous journey. This doesn't end. Like if we want to be at these like sustainable five figure, six figure months, et cetera, there's no like investing for three months and then like flying solo and you're good. This doesn't exist. All the women, including myself on the internet who you see making a lot of money and a lot of money consistently. Are continuously invested in high level mentorship. So that when I say high level mentorship, I mean like a high level mastermind or private coaching or whatever it is. Lots of times we start out and like programs, et cetera. But the, you start desiring like closer proximity, higher level access. You need to be expanded. You have to learn. Like there's a lot going on. You don't just like drop in and become a successful entrepreneur. This is like a, this is a journey for a lifetime. And a big piece of that journey is investing yourself. My largest expense in my life is my investing in myself. The current mastermind that I'm in was $66,000. I'm on a payment plan. But for the year, you get my point. The first program I ever joined, I had no available credit. I had all of this debt, which is why I didn't have any available credit. I was working with the cash in my checking account, and that was it, Right. I invested basically as much as I had in my checking account on a payment plan and I quit my job. So like I had to fucking go all in, right? I wish I'd had, (laughs) could have put it on a credit card and made it easier. But who knows? Maybe because it was going to put me up against the wall, that's what made me fucking go for bold. We're here now, we're good, right? And I learned how to not have that debt hanging over me as I made investment after investment after investment after investment to continue to get where I am today. Where now it's like nothing, you know what I mean? I used to think this is going to take me like 10 years to pay off. So, and I just like, I put it on, okay, let me back up. Before I tell you like what I was doing with my debt, before obviously like eclipsing it out, I want to talk about like these various stories and how we want to think about debt and how we want to move through things. Um, You delayed having children because of student loans yeah, babe, but like we don't want to be owned by debt. In my course, Money Queen, where I go pretty deep into debt, I'm like, don't make debt your daddy. Like debt is not going to influence my life. (laughs) The end, you know? And yes, there is always a reason for the journey. So, okay. So basically all debt is, right? And it's really interesting if you live in the United States, Because we're basically, in order for you to build credit, you're forced into debt. You have to have debt and pay it off and have debt and pay it off and have debt and pay it off, or you literally can't build your credit. So it's really interesting that this system that we are forced into, no one has really any deep education around or understanding of. I also think, and like carries a lot of shame, but we all play this game. It's just that some people are playing it way more powerfully than others. I think it's really interesting too, because People like wealthy people actually leverage debt, you know? So I knew someone, for example, who was buying a house. She had a ton of cash to her name, but she didn't want to put all her cash up front into the house because she wanted to be able to spend a lot of money decorating the house and all of these things. So she, but she did have the option, right? To take a lot, take money out of the stock market um, or to get a mortgage and get a loan. She had the money. Available. She could have taken the money out of the stock market, but it was actually better for her financially to get a mortgage because of potentially what she was going to pay in capital gains tax by taking that much money out at once out of the stock market. And then the opportunity cost of not having that money playing for her in the stock market and putting it in the house, right? If you look at the long run, she was like, she would have made a lot more money by keeping her money in place. So it was advantageous for her to go into debt and get a loan. Like that's like people work with debt like that. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, actually, sometimes debt is a good fucking call. It's not bad. It's a tool for leverage, right? It is a decision to pay for something over time. Having debt is not wrong. It's like how you feel about it and how you handle it and like just sort of like investing money in yourself is amazing, but you can also make that wrong and make it a huge story, right? Sometimes debt is really beneficial. Debt gives is just simply the decision to pay for things over time. That's all it is. And everyone forgets that, imagine if you didn't have it available, like think about all of the things. And I know sometimes we've been in careless patterns where like when people have avoidance tendencies, tendencies with money, Right. They tend to spend mindlessly, not be intimate with their money, not check the accounts. That's not a fucking vibe. I'm not talking about when we were not in like these juicy places with money and then we're just mindlessly spending. The vibe is to spend with intention. And when you're spending with intention and spending based on desire, you literally can't fuck it up because there's nothing that you would put your money towards that wouldn't make sense for you. Right. So like, we really want to take the charge off of it and neutralize it and think about a debt as debt as just like a leverage tool. Do you know what I mean? Okay, cool. It's allowing me to take a jump and have something that I possibly wouldn't be able to have today otherwise. And it allows me to pay for that thing over time. It's not a lot different than coming into my world and being on a payment plan. Like it's, it's pretty standard, right? But what people do and where they add themselves up is then like pretend like it doesn't exist and put it over here and not make any payments and like yada, yada, yada. Also, ladies, I had to ask, I put a question box in before I went live and over the weekends. So I have some of the questions I'm gonna answer them. But if you have questions or anything that you want me to vibe on while we're on this topic, please leave it in the comments. So I think there's like a question box you can put it in there too. Okay, so like that's not the vibe. We don't get debt and then like, not have intimacy with our money. Money is a relationship. It is one of the most important relationships that you ever have in your whole life. There's not a day that you're going to walk on the planet and not interact with money. We need this one to be juicy as fuck. Like <laughs> the end. It is not optional to have a fucking feel good life and not have an amazing relationship with money. That includes your relationship with debt, right? So then on the flip side, right? So that's like how we want to work with it and we're going to have it. It's like, yum, this is allowing me to have something I wouldn't be able to have otherwise at this time. Fucking vibes, thank you. And be grateful for the things that you were able to purchase, have, whatever it is, because you had this other resource, right? Not like, oh, now I'm going to put myself in a shame spiral. And now that I'm in a shame spiral, I'm going to avoid the debt. Or I'm not going to let myself to invest in myself or do whatever it is that you want to do with intention, with intention always, because now you've made the debt bad. The debt's not bad. Nothing is bad, right? It's neutral. And you want to expand your capacity to like, hold, like part of expanding your capacity around just like having more money is also being able to like move comfortably with debt, right? And so moving comfortably with debt to me Doesn't mean it's over sitting off over here and I'm not doing anything about it. So for example, when I had acquired all that tax debt, I just set up an installment agreement that was like the max amount I could possibly afford at that time, right? I had to prioritize paying for it over other things, but I didn't move with constriction. So I prioritized paying for it. I got myself on payment plans to join the programs I wanted to be in. Right. And I was like, cool. Ultimately, I'm gonna address it. So I mean, like, right, the universe loves to see us in action, right? So let my long-term vision, right, was to, to get rid of the debt. I had no idea it would be able to happen as fast as it did because I didn't let the debt stop me from being in action towards my desire. So I was paying what I could pay monthly, coming out of my account automatically, so that I wouldn't have to think about it, always have everything you're paying on auto pay. And then I was like, cool. And I also am going to have to figure out how to pay for these programs and pay for this mentorship because I got to figure out how to like multiply the money I have and do it quickly. Right. So that was happening also at the same time. So when we're able, when we have this like expanded capacity around money, we're able to do multiple things at once. And a lot of people stall their money growth by being like trying to just do one thing at a time. So like, okay, I can't make any moves. Until this is all paid off. I can't do anything over here. Until this is all paid off. I can't do anything over here. You get the vibe. It's linear. It's slow. You're not going to build wealth that way, right? The vibe is to be like handling the debt, investing in yourself, learning how to receive more money, learning how to hold money, right? Learning how to spend money with the same energy that you feel when you receive it. You've got to have this like figure eight energy with it. It's a resource. Money is meant to move, move in, move out, move in, move out and be really fluid. Just like you breathing air. <sighs> no resistance going in either direction. It's just like we're good, you know, but the, but ultimately, right? You're learning how to no matter what you spend or what feels aligned, you just are receiving and growing enough money where it's like, it doesn't matter, you know? And then like on the other side, I see people who have money and who are afraid of debt. And I think that it's really powerful to obviously eclipse out your debt, to be vibing in such a way where like you can just pay for everything, like put it on. And like, sometimes you want to put on the credit card to get the points, then you go pay off the credit card, you know? Like, it's amazing to move through the world. So like my parents never have debt at this point, but I think it's because my dad went through so many years of having it. He got to a place of being totally unavailable for it, right? So then was like, never again, everything gets paid for all in cash, but had used debt in the past to leverage himself to get to where he got to even be able to always pay for everything in cash, including houses, cars, whatever, you get right, you get my point, you learn how to leverage it. And then you get to decide what you want to do with it with yourself. And so to me, it's not powerful to be like, Oh, like, let's say you don't have debt. And so now you're not investing in yourself or doing what you want to do that's not a fucking powerful move. That's a constricted move. And any constricted decisions around money are going to just lead to con- constricted results in your life. So like, The powerful move is is like, okay, if I don't want debt, right? Like if I'm not, I'm going to choose not to have it. It's not because I'm actually afraid of it. It's just because like, cool, I did that. And like, I don't want it. But so I'm not constricting myself. I'm just going to go pay for the thing in cash, right? But if you're constricting yourself and not paying for things because you're scared to have debt, because you're scared of what it means, you still are afraid of money and you still don't trust yourself. So you're not going to get powerful results by staying out of debt because you're afraid of it. That's not going to do anything. Like you can't constrict your way into wealth. It's actually impossible. Right. So the vibe would be, like I said, to have had debt and then like eclipse it out over through overflow, use the debt while you had it to leverage yourself. Like I always tell my clients, I'm like, think about most um, product based businesses or brick and mortar businesses. 99% 99% of the time, people go out and get a business loan to start their business and then, right, they become more profitable over time. But somehow in this coaching world or self-help world or whatever you ever want to call it, everybody forgets that you are the product. We're the product. You need to put money into the product. The product is not just going to become hot as hell through no- nothing. It's just not going to happen, Right. So you have to almost, you have to treat it like a business, but recognizing that you're the product. So you got to put money into you, your growth, your expansion to get to the place of long-term consistent profitability. This is standard. This is required. So when you bring all of these money stories into investing in yourself or whatever that next level desire is for you you're forgetting that you're the product and to run the business like a business. Like sometimes we have to see our stories, right? When we work on them in the background and be like, okay, I see myself playing out this story. I'm gonna move forward anyway because this doesn't come without fear. It's gonna come with fear until you are powerful with money, right? When that feeling goes away, right? The feeling I had of being like, cool, I'm gonna invest, 66k for the year into a mastermind that didn't feel scary for me because I've been investing in myself at a high level so consistently and I know like it felt a little like woo but also like I can fucking handle it right it's like I know I can handle it and also this is part of my expansion so if I say that I have these goals that I want to have I already know especially being a business of money coach that high level mentorship is required I am not going to deny my business which is me, right? I mean, you, we don't want to have all our emotions out in the business, but the business is an extension of ourselves, right? I'm not going to deny my business what it needs to get to the next level because the next level is happening. It's obvious, like, this is what we're doing. There are no other available options. So I had to go, right? So even though I had a little, like, whoop, because it was the most I invested at once, like, in one container, where it's funny because like some of the smaller investments actually felt scarier because my capacity around money hadn't grown as much. Now, like I understand much better. And I'll say on the other side of it, I always feel so supported inside my business. I don't know what anyone is doing who keeps dipping in and out of investments and hoping for a change. I love that every single day, if I have a question, if there's somewhere I want to go, right? like about anything, business, money, life, whatever, There is somewhere to go. And there is a group of women, right, who are, like, in my corner. There is my mentor who's in my corner. And women have this experience when they come play in my world. I'm like, why would I deny myself of that, right? I always talk about self-love being a moneymaker. And it's like, well, if you loved yourself, wouldn't you go do what's good for you, scared or not? You're not going to stop feeling scared until you go do the thing anyway. So, like, trying to get yourself out of fear before action – it's just not going to work. Like, I always say that action is the bridge between anxiety and excitement. Like, you're scared, you're scared, to you take the action, and you're like, boop, so happy I did it. Hi, gorgeous. Yum. I love vibing on this topic. If you are having those ahas and getting value out of this, I highly recommend that you take a look at the enrollment page for Feminine Magic and Money the Mastermind and close one, I'm sorry, and grab one of the last remaining spaces for yourself before I close doors. This is a five month container, so I will not be opening doors again for some time. I'm gonna be raising the price the next go round, given the potency of the results that come out of this experience. It's just, it's incredible, but I'm so happy about it because it's exactly what it was designed for. So you can head to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com. Or you can just check out the link in show notes. Enjoy the rest of the episode. The vibe is really to just be like continuously having like your finger on the pulse of where you're going and then being like, how do I need to resource myself to get there? And if debt is part of that, right, there's smart ways to get into debt, right? Like There's so many options for different kinds of credit cards. Look at like all the points that you can have and what you could use those for. You could be spending money on your business and getting free vacations on the other side. Like you want to learn to like play in this like light, fun way when we are playing with debt because that's how you get it actually working for you, you know, and it's not something that you want to be afraid of or else you're going to stay in constriction. Like I said, debt is not required to have for the long term forever, right? So what did I do? I came into my business with a lot of debt. And I'll say, so how I went about it, right? So first I was paying for things on um, my installment agreement, right? I didn't really have any credit card debt. That was an issue. It was all the toxic. I was paying for things on installment agreement. And then I ultimately was like, I actually set an intention. I was like, I fucking paid the IRS enough money. Like I'm over this universe. Figure something out that's legal for me to reduce this. Like I'm over it right? But I didn't stop paying. I just put forth the intention. I know how real manifestation is. And I knew, right. And I started taking my part and I started talking to my other friends who are very successful and just started basically like shopping around because I had a CPA, but I just wanted like somebody more advanced, right? And ultimately I was introduced to a tax planner who is really smart, (laughs) And, right, but I was also willing to spend money on it. This isn't something like we want, you know, these type of people helping us with debt. You got to pay them. Just like if you want high level support in your business and life, you got to pay for it. So I paid her a decent amount of money. She basically was able to look at what I wasn't doing in the tax space already. That would basically have the IRS owe me so much money from what I'd already paid, et cetera, that the debt got eclipsed out. So I didn't even have to pay all of it because I said, but but I was moving in action towards like, I want this taken care of, meaning I was paying, right? What I said I was going to pay. Then I put in motion. I don't want to owe these people any more money. This is annoying me. Fucking figure it out, (laughs) universe. Thank you, right? And I was in action doing my part until I met the person who could help me take care of the rest of it, legally, not into doing anything illegal, right? I just wasn't taking advantage of all the options that are available inside my business for tax write-offs, et cetera. And now it's taken care of. That's how we got here, right? It was actually very easy. It actually didn't take 10 years. I just thought I was going to. But in my energy and in my everyday energy, I've not been consistently, I wasn't consistently thinking about debt. I had all my energy wrapped up in like growth and creating overflow. Growth creating overflow because what is overflow, right? It's like when we stay in action, in energy, in action, continuously peeling off all the layers that don't belong to us, continuously getting activated in new higher level frequencies, right? So, when I talk about frequency or like money frequencies, all the activations, for example, that I do for the Women Inside, Feminine Magic and Money, the mastermind, to understand the concept of like a higher level wealth frequency. Think about it like this, right? Think about it when you go into an apartment that's just kind of so-so and then you walk into a fucking penthouse. You know how they feel real different? That's a frequency difference. Go stay at a three-star hotel, then go stay at a five-star hotel. How does that feel different to you? That's the fucking frequency, right? So when we want something, right? And I say this all the time and we don't have it yet, it's at a higher level frequency than where we are. This applies in all areas of life. And this isn't something to like feel shameful about or be like, ooh, I'm not there yet. Not at all. It's just how manifestation works. This applies to me too, right? What feels normal to me in terms of money felt like a fucking pipe dream two years ago. Not a pipe dream like, oh, I can't have it. But it was like, I remember when I thought 30K months were such a big deal, now, that's like, would be my absolute, absolute bare minimum. Do you know what I mean? But I remember feeling, because I remember seeing someone on the internet talking about 30K months, and I probably have that in my business just in reoccurring income, you know, monthly, maybe not 30. I probably have like 20 in recurring income, but you get the point. That's like a very normal amount of money to be coming into the business. I remember when I heard about six-figure months. And I was like, ooh, like that's sexy, that's vibey, but it didn't quite fully. I had to really do the work to get in alignment with that. And then I started receiving it and now that feels normal, right? And so I'm at a different wealth frequency. So we don't wanna be in shame around it because if we're in shame around it, we're not actually gonna do the work, right? Just like when we get triggered, we don't wanna um, create shame for ourselves and put the trigger. We actually wanna be like, oh, thank you universe for letting me know Because this is the thing that I need to go get support around to look at so that I can continuously move forward, right? So I just had all my energy and all my actions on moving forward, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward while also manifesting that this debt be out of my fucking life, not by me avoiding it, not by me not paying anything. So I was doing my part and then it got eclipsed out, right? And everything fucking aligned. And you know, I'm happy and I'll, I'll never do that shit again. You don't want to owe anyone money. Try it, not the IRS. There's no points that come from owing the <laughs> IRS money. But it's the same thing with your credit card debt, et cetera, or any other type of debt that you have. Okay. So now I want to answer the questions I received. Um, I took, I'm just looking at them. I took some days off of social media. So then some of them disappeared. But I'm going to answer the ones that I have, um, the ones that I remember <laughs> that I don't have. And then if you guys have any questions on your particular situation, anything that I talked about where you're like, I, you, I don't fully understand it or hasn't fully landed, please ask. Now's the time. I'm a generator. Love to respond. I love Q&A and I'm here to help you today. Um, okay. So the first question I received. So I really want to be debt free and financially free, yet I keep being pre approved, pre for loans, credit, two cards, lines of credit. How do I know if it's tests or things to say yes? To, until I create overflow. Um, for example, I wanted a max out RSP, which I guess is like a 401k in Canada. So like a retirement account. And I got a loan approval for that amount. Okay. So you're basically wondering what to do. So first of all, like, I don't know how... Oh, Sarah, you're on. Maybe you want to answer this. Okay. So I don't know how... Just, do you guys have credit scores in Canada? So for in the United States, for example, like I said, you have to have credit. To build credit, you have to go into debt and pay it off, go into debt, pay it off, go into debt, pay it off, right? Or you don't have a credit score, you don't build credit. to so be very hard to get a place to live, to get a house, an apartment, whatever. We need a credit <laughs> in the United States. In Canada, I don't know if there's a credit score system. So here, right? So let's say someone that doesn't have a great credit score, it can be advantageous for them. Okay, you have a credit score in Canada. Cool. So It can be advantageous here. So like if you're trying to get your credit score up, for example, to take out additional cards, but then what you want to do is just use them and quickly pay it off, use it, quickly pay it off, use it, quickly pay it off. Because the vibe here is you want to be, I think it's like under 30% of the total amount of credit available to you, right? So even if you're just like putting $400 and something, paying it off, we don't have to max it out every month and pay it off. We want to be like using the cards and paying them off and staying below, at least here, I don't know what the number is in Canada, that 30% mark was going to be best for your credit. And so when we're trying, because I had to do this, right? So you're trying to rebuild your debt. You actually want to be using credit cards. And I think it's like, I don't have five credit cards, but I think I read something online, like five lines of credit, like help show basically your, um, kind of like your credibility, right? Like over time. I have, let me see, two personal, two personal, one business. I guess I have three. So that's what I do. But I would notice that I would just, and I would pay mine off twice a month instead of once a month. And my credit score started going up so much faster. Um. But yes. So I feel like We don't need to have the cards just to have the cards. It's like like everything else, what's the intention? If it's like, okay, well, I'm going to get these additional cards because I'm trying to get my credit score up. So I have a plan with these, great. But I wouldn't just have cards to have cards sitting there. Like, what are you doing with them? I mean, I do think it's kind of a boss move that you got a card to max out your 401k. Right? That's a long-term decision, money building for you over time. That's a fucking vibe, right? You just also want to be like, okay, cool. Can I say whatever that percentage is in Canada where it's good for you and for your credit score to stay below it, find out what it is and do your best to stay below it or to get there over time. Um. Also, ladies, I'm going to give you a tip, something that my dad did for us that I didn't even know about until I saw it on my credit score, even though I still managed to destroy my credit when I was a mess. But you can take out credit cards in your kids' names and use them yourself. So that your kids actually have a credit score when they go out into the world. So there's literally even like, and thank God he did this for me because I was such a mess. So there's a credit card on my account from when I was like five, like I've never seen it. I've never used it. I've never touched it. He opened it in my name and he uses it. Also, my dad's trustworthy. So would never like mess up my credit. He's like phenomenal with money. So, real interesting. I saw this journey, right? I had to go through it. But he uses it and he pays it off. So it always kept my credit floating. And then, right, I still destroyed it, but like never got as bad as it would have gotten if that wasn't there. So, like, that is something that you can do for your kids. He was always so smart about like thinking about those things in advance, well before we would have. And like, you can just use it yourself. You don't have to give it to them. It'll help build their credit as long as you're gonna like be responsible with it. Um so anyway, it's like, what's the intention? I wouldn't just be taking out cards to be taking out cards, like for what, you know? Unless you just want to have it, like just in case. But I wouldn't be taking them out and then maxing them all out for no reason. It's like, what is the intention? As long as the intention is there and the intention makes sense to you and you're and you're, it's going based off your desire. Like I think the four hundred one k move was a smart fucking move. That's going into your long term success. And then don't let any of them sit. Have everything on a on a you know, like an automatic payment plan, even if it's the minimum required payment. Although be careful with those, because the minimum required payment, I don't even think starts like even if you did it for a year, I think it like barely, 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 barely brings down what you owe. So like enough where it's gonna do something, but maybe it's like you can't, you know, whatever you can do, do that. Right. Like I figured out an amount amounts of money to pay my things off, even when money felt tight, right? You just need to fucking figure it out. I would stay in motion towards it um, and then be doing things with intention. So it's not to me that they're tests. Like, I don't really think about that. The world's like that. I just think about like, what do I desire? I'm probably authorized user on his account. I have no idea. I don't have the card. I don't want my father's credit card. I definitely don't need it. But whatever. Oh, I oh, you mean, that's how he did it. I see what you're saying. Um, Probably, but I just thought it was interesting because I didn't even know until I was an adult. And I saw on my on my um, report, and I was like, "Well, thank you, a little protection since I like lost my mind." <laughs> but it's okay, it's fine now. Um, but I don't really want to have kids. But if I was going to have kids, I would do that. That was a good move. Um, okay, so Sarah, that's my answer. Everything with intention. I don't think about am I getting tested or am I not being tested in my life. I'm just like, what's my intention here? Does this decision align with my desires? Um, let me know if that makes sense to you. That's how, and then like, because it, it, it's like, you don't have to even think about the level of complexity of am I being tested or am I not? When you have desires in place and you know what you want and you know where you're going. Because then like every decision you make, it's either just gonna be a, it's gonna match up and line up with your standards, the way you wanna live and what you want, or it's not. There's not a lot of gray space. Or maybe while you're expanding into something, it's like 80% of the way there, not all the way, the thing that's showing up for you. And then you get to decide like, is this the step I need to get to the big thing? Or is my capacity strong enough, expanded enough to just be like, actually no, if that, I just want the big thing you know, and you get to decide that. But to me, I don't worry about that. I literally just, am like, does this match my standards? Does this match my desires? Because, you you know, it's like, and this is why it's so important to even know what we desire, right? So I'll know inside my head, like, okay, this is what I want this year. I usually keep my energy focused on this year while also like in all the ways, right? In business and money and home and relationship, friendships, travel, just everything, um, life, right? And I keep my energy and my actions around that. But I'll have a a clear feeling around like, okay, well, this is where I'd like to be at, for example, in five years, 10 years for me from now feels a little like, it's like a little too distant, but I expect enormous, enormous growth. And like, I can sort of get my energy around like how I'd be vibing in 10 years, you know, but I'm not really worried about it right now. I keep my focus on like, what's happening this year, because everything that we do, be, receive, everything is like happening in the present moment. So we aren't in energy and action inside the present moment. We're never getting to the five year or the 10 year place anyway. So I focus on this year. So if you guys all have your your clear desires anchored in for this year, it's gonna be very easy to make decisions no matter what they are around like, does this align where I'm going with this year? And you put fear aside and put your ego aside and like fucking go all in towards what it is that you want. So Sarah, if these cards, are funding you being able to do things that you couldn't do otherwise that are for your long-term growth, fucking bags. But then also be the, you know, take responsibility for yourself. Okay. Like, hey, and I'm going to set up these payments on them. I'm not just going to let them sit and acquire a shit ton of interest and like go down that whole road when I don't need to, because eventually you're going to have to face them anyway. So I'd rather be paying some amount, even if it's a small amount, and have motion in the ocean and showing the universe that you can fucking handle money. You know what I mean? While you also create overflow. And I know you joined Feminine Magic and many, so you will be creating overflow. I have so many stories of women. Lisa was in the last round. Her podcast episode is uh, on the podcast. Um, this happened with Kelsey. I'm interviewing her this week and a woman in the last round. So they came in with debt. they have never not had debt. So while they're spending more, investing in themselves, right? Like playing in my world, playing at a bigger level in life. So they learned not even learned, just embodied through all the work we do, the vibes of, right, eclipsing out debt while spending more and growing more. All of those men, women left the mastermind with no debt. So they're investing more. So they're spending more money than they've ever spent before. They had no debt and they all had more money in their bank accounts than they've ever had before and hitting new milestones in their businesses they never hit before. This is the fucking frequency. This is why you want to come play with me with money. I fucking get this vibe. I really get it deeply. Um, That will happen within five months in addition to everything else we're doing. This is stuff people try to get into for years. It does not need to take years. Come join Feminine Magic and Money. I have a few spaces left. Um, Sarah, thank you. I need to decide what I actually desire. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we don't want to be like free floating through life ever. The vibe is you set the desires. You... You keep aligning to yourself to them. Like we do have to. Like we're moving like the queen. We aren't like little girls who are like I don't know, floating around. Fucking so decide and move towards it. Okay, you can't wait for FMM. I can't wait to get started. We're starting next month. Yay. Okay, so the next question I received, which now is lost in my Instagram stories, but I remember it, um, was basically like, what if I have a lot of like medical and student loan debt and I don't want to pay it? So I totally understand that. To me, it's sort of like I would give similar advice as how I handled my tax situation, which was like, okay, I know that it's important. I'm a wealthy, I'm here. Remember, we move as the wealthy woman before we come become her. So I know that it's important to show the universe like I'm in motion around money, right? So the way the universe works is like, We set the desire, but we always have to show that we're serious. We never just like set the desire and then disappear in outer space. You do have to show that you're serious. This is where action is important, but we're also doing all the other work that I'm always talking about. So I'm gonna show like I can fucking handle myself, right? Because if I'm a wealthy woman and, right, and this is before I had the money out now. So if I'm a wealthy woman and I move powerfully with money, I sure as shit would not have six figures of debt sitting over here not doing anything about it, being like, I wanna receive more. That's a fucking low-level princess way to work with money. The, the truth. I did not do that, right? Also, of course, I understand the IRS will put way more pressure on you than I think you get for medical debt or student loan debt. So there's that too. But like, I just knew I had to, right? So I set myself up to be paying for it and then ultimately set the desire of like, I want this eclipse out now. Universe, send me someone who is educated in this space to help me do it. And I didn't have to pay at all. Um, but it would be like, I'd be doing the same thing. Like people get for student loan forgiveness. I don't know how I did, I never had student loan, but they do. People do the same thing with medical debt all the time. I haven't had to do that either. Um, the biggest situation I had was like when I had surgery, but I just like had left my job. So I was able to like in that small window upgrade to the highest level health insurance that was available. My hospital bill was a hundred thousand dollars. I paid two grand. Like I'm always trying to move the smartest way with the money. Um, but people get out of that all the time. So I would be researching, your, like if you don't want to, but it's like, I wouldn't be in the princessy. Like, oh, I just don't want to. I'd be like, okay, well, how can I show, right? Like that I'm serious. I pay what I'm available to pay. I'd be like doing the research on the internet of like, how do I get this out of my fucking life? Like, you don't have to pay all of it. Lots of people don't. Um, and go out and hire a professional. There's people who know how to do this. People are doing this every day, right? Like the vibe is just not, not, it's like, we just don't want to like sit and let things hang it, hang. It creates a lot of like stagnant energy. And like I said, like money is always a flowing energy. So we really want to have flow. So to me, just having this enormous amount of debt sitting and not doing anything about it, not saying you have to pay all that you definitely don't like people figure this shit out all the time but like not doing anything about it on on the one hand, while also like desiring to receive so much on the other, those, those frequencies feel really off to me. Um, so that's how I would handle it. Maureen, this round of feminine match money is going to be amazing. I cannot wait. Babe, you know, I'm feeling the vibes. I'm so excited. Okay. The next question, this was so weird. It came in over Facebook and I couldn't read the whole thing. Guys, I really prefer you respond to my stories on Instagram. Like, when people say things in my Facebook stories, sometimes I can read them and sometimes I can't. So I couldn't read the whole thing that she said. But basically, it was to the fact of that she was guilty of not continuously investing herself in her business. And I'm assuming the second part of it is and the business has now become stagnant. Otherwise, she wouldn't be asking the question. And I'm assuming it's because of potentially fear on going into debt if that's required for it. And I feel like I hit on this. It's like, if you want to play a big game, you got to start playing a big game everywhere. There's no one on the internet who's making a ton of money who is not well invested. This isn't real, right? Or everybody would be rich already. Like it actually takes dedication, dedication in your energy, dedication in your actions, dedication in making aligned investments that expand you, right? Not just like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm totally down to pay for the $100 thing aligns investments that expand you. Because if you want to receive more money, you also have to be able to invest with the same energy that you receive, which is like, yum. It feels so good to put this into myself. Fucking yum. It feels so good to play at a high level. Fucking hell yes. I want to be able to talk to someone who understands money, business, all the fucking vibes and feminine energy and being a witch every day for months. Why wouldn't I want that? Like, I feel like turned on by investing in myself. Like, mm, how sexy is it that like I move with money in these like really potent, powerful ways because it helps me. Well, one, because I like, no one wants to feel scarcity while they're spending money. So you may as well do the work to get into this energy or you'd be feeling scarcity like every day of the year. Um, and like, It feels so good to be supported. I feel so supported now. I'm never one of those people. I never feel like I'm floundering because I don't set myself up to flounder. I'm always well supported. I don't have, it's just a huge energy leak to be in stagnancy, like things aren't growing and to feel any level of floundering and it's not required. So I'm like, okay, well, you sound like you already know that it's a problem. You've already seen that dipping in and out stagnates your business. So go do something about it just like what's the aligned move, boom, done, I'm all in, get back in the game. If you if you get out of the game, you're gonna be out of the game. If you want to be growing, receiving more money, more money with more ease, expansion, all those fucking vibes, you have to actually stay in the game. And this is what so many women don't understand. This is not like a dip in and out by this $200 thing, $400 thing. Okay, whatever, cool, vibing, we'll see. This is getting in the fucking game. And spending, investing money like a woman who makes real money. That's how you get there. Quite often we do that before the money is here. Like just how we move like the wealthy woman before we become the wealthy woman. You don't get the money and then go like, no, I'm wealthy. That's not what happens. You get in motion, right? You get into the embodiment, right, of being the wealthy woman and then you become her and then the money comes too. It's a vibe. Secrets from the quantum field. Okay, please, let me know if you have any other questions. That's what I want to share with you today. Hope this was helpful. Feminine Magic and Money. I think I have three spaces left. We're starting in March. DM me. It's the the mastermind. The most insane results come out of this mastermind. This is not something to skip. Like, go in. You are going to be so happy you did. Go listen to the podcast episodes of the women who've been in the container. It's insane. And there's also a bunch at the bottom of my sales page, too. I'm... We're starting in March. I have a few spaces open. Price is going up the next round. I've made it as easy as possible for you. There's pan full with some juicy bonuses. There's two payment plan options. One of them's extended. It is like such an incredibly potent experience for that deep embodiment of, of wealth, pleasure, ease, madness. Remember, it's not just about the fucking money. It's like, how you feel with the money, how you feel inside of your life, how you feel inside your body, your capacity to really like get energy working for you to learn how to leverage your emotions and just be like turned on inside your full existence, play with magic and spells, right? Like learn how to move energy, receive the coding. Like it's, it's like witch school and it works and it works so consistently. So that's a space to come play with me in that level. Now, if you're not quite ready for that and you want to work around debt or anything else money related, I joined myself led abundance course money queen. And oh, and my other announcement that I hadn't shared too. So the cohort, which is my business ascension for women scaling to consistent, sustainable five figure months, is now open year round. Um, because I had all every I had a lot of people asking me about it. And the way the container works is truly, you can come in at any time. It's not like some of my others or we need to all go on the journey at the same time together because women come in at different levels in their business. Like some are at day one, some are, you know, stepping into 20K months or whatever it is. So um, since the container is designed, we like, I can let it be rolling. I'm going to be doing that now. So you can apply to join the cohort year round. If I'm going to do another goal and sell or something like that, which I've done on occasion, um, I might, I don't know, we'll do it when it's aligned. But the cohort's available for you too. If you, this is really, if you're like, okay, I need to build, have a business foundation that works, that works over time. Of course, we also do healing and energy and all the yummy stuff because it's me. But like, I'm teaching business strategy inside of there and not just mine. I will teach you mine, of course. But also it's about getting to a place of what's in alignment for you because we're all different. I also just know a ton about business and I understand strategies I don't even use. (laughs) So... But like for me, they weren't in alignment, but I'm really able to i have 15 years of sales and marketing. So this is an area where I'm very strong and part of why I got where I am so quickly too, in addition to all the yummy stuff we do in my other program. So this is a big piece of it, Um, of just growing really fast, is b- building a business that makes sense, has a foundation that makes sense and really understanding, like leveraging your offers and sales and marketing and all that yummy stuff. So if you're wanting to play in that kind of space, then you can DM me about the cohort or apply on my website. And I hope you guys enjoyed this chat today. Yum, yum, yum. It really pays off to like change your relationship to that. Trust me, I really had to walk this journey. And it's totally available for you to feel different feelings and feel more open and feel more expansive and have that working for you and working in your favor. And you get to fucking master money. You really do. We are like part of the gift is being, of being human is that we can manifest, right? I don't know if animals are, are, dogs manifesting? I'm not really sure. If so, Brooklyn manifested a pretty good way. But you got my point. We have manifestation available to us. It's so powerful. So like actually start doing the work, right? And like come into my world, come play with me. I'm so good at these things. I'm good at helping other women and things just get to move so much faster. So I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Again, if you're interested in FMM, DM me or the cohort. Love it when you guys hit my inbox. I really enjoy connecting with you and I'll talk to you soon. Good night. Oh, I loved this combo. I hope you got so much out of it. Just wanna remind you how powerful you are. It does not matter where you're starting. That has nothing to do with where you get to finish. And I just remember those days so clearly of being like, how the hell will I ever be out of all of this debt? And I was so scared. And like, yes, I was moving forward in the practical to take care of things, but the relationship I have to money versus the relationship I had to money a couple of years ago, it's like, we have truly shifted dimensions. We are truly living in a a completely different paradigm in an insanely short amount of time. And this is why I'm so passionate about stepping you into the quantum and stepping you into what's actually available inside your relationship with money, like through your embodiment, through your energy, through your magic and, you know, through dancing with the universe powerfully and more deeply understanding manifestation, energetics and how it all works. And then of course, through the practical as well, like this is my fucking sweet spot. So please, if you'd like to join Feminine Magic and Money, head to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com, or you can check out the link in episodes notes. We are down to the last couple of spaces. I will be closing doors soon because we are going to be getting started in March. Obviously like shoot me a DM if you have any questions and I love you so much. And thank you as always for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com, or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.